Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Well, London police are investigating two very different collisions in the city. Yeah, London police are investigating a serious crash in the South End. Emergency crews were called to the two-vehicle collision on Bostwick Road at around 7.20 last night. Few details regarding the crash have been revealed. Police have not said whether anyone was hurt, nor have they commented on a suspected cause for the crash. The traffic management unit is leading the investigation. Anyone with information on the crash is urged to contact London police or Crime Stoppers. Now, this crash came hours after a separate collision in the north end of the city. Now, in that case, a vehicle crashed into a grocery store. The incident happened at Pistachios Quality Meats and Groceries along Wonderland Road North near Fanshawe Park Road shortly before noon. Thankfully, no one was hurt. The store is closed while repairs are made to the building. Police say the incident is being handled through the Collision Reporting Center. Let's go to Vaughn, where there is a crazy story about a car driving through a mall. Yeah, York Regional Police have released surveillance footage of a black Audi smashing the front doors of Vaughn Mills Mall, driving through the mall and out another set of doors. Police said the break and enter happened just after 1 a.m. yesterday morning. The video appears to show the car driving through the glass doors and then around the mall in a series of edited together camera angles. It then shows the Audi exiting through another set of glass doors. Police say two suspects in the car made their way to an electronics store where they allegedly broke into the store and took some electronics. Police have said uh, have since located the vehicle, which was originally stolen from Quebec, but the search for the suspects is ongoing. It's a cold week. It's as cold a week as we've had in a long time, and the city's winter response for homelessness is being put to the test. Yeah, local agencies say they have shelter space to spare as Londoners experiencing homelessness grapple with a stretch of frigid weather. Following a mostly mild January, London's in store for a cold start to February, with temperatures dropping to as low as minus 17 tomorrow. This week will put uh, the city's winter response to the test, which looks to provide extra accommodations for those experiencing homelessness during the cold months. London Cares is leading the seasonal program and recently opened a new community hub to provide daytime spaces. Officials say that hub, along with other agencies, will have extra spaces this week. While spaces available, Armstrong says agencies could use help with gloves, blankets, and other items to keep folks warm. Donations can be dropped off at the community hub at 602 Queen's Ave. Virtual learning looks like it's here to stay in Ontario. Yeah, several Ontario school boards are planning to continue offering virtual learning next year, forging ahead before the province decides whether to require it. The boards moving forward include Ottawa Carleton, Toronto Catholic, and the Toronto District School Board. They say the offering is now more about a different mode of learning rather than a pandemic response. Brendan Brown, the Director of Education for the Toronto Catholic Board, says many families are still interested for medical reasons or their individual situations, and the board wants to be able to reach every learner. Ryan Bird, a spokesperson for the TDSB, says they're moving ahead now because they need to make sure staffing decisions uh, for next year are made. School boards in London have yet to announce whether they will offer virtual learning long term. The Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, however, says it's fundamentally opposed to virtual learning being used as an instructional and learning model because in-person is best. The London International Airport has added another route to their slate of flights. 
Yeah, Londoners will soon be able to wing their way directly to Winnipeg thanks to an announcement from Flair Airlines. The airline is launching a series of new routes out of Winnipeg, including flights to and from the fourth city. In a statement yesterday, the company says twice weekly flights to and from London will start on June 11th. One-way fares for the route start at $69, including fees and taxes. And here's something for Canadians to think about. Australia is changing the face of their money. Yeah, Australia is removing the British monarchy from its banknotes. The nation's central bank said today its new $5 bill will feature an Indigenous design rather than an image of King Charles III, but the king is still expected to appear on coins. The $5 bill was Australia's only remaining banknote to still feature an image of the monarch. The bank said the decision followed consultation with the government, which supported the change. Opponents say the move is politically motivated. The British monarch remains Australia's head of state, although these days that role is largely symbolic. The face of King Charles III is expected to be seen on Australian coins later this year. When uh, Australians look at uh, Canadian money with uh, the monarchy still on it, they might say, uh, that's not a note. Now that's a note. <laughs> you got to work on your impression. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's check out what happened on this day in history in uh, 1556. Crikey, she didn't like that one, huh? A uh, devastating earthquake killed an estimated 830,000 people in China. In 1653, New Amsterdam, now known as New York City, was incorporated. In 1876, organized baseball was launched with the formation of the National League. Original teams were in Philadelphia, Hartford, Boston, Chicago, Cincinnati, Louisville, St. Louis, and New York. In 1893, the first movie close-up was filmed at the Edison Studio in West Orange, New Jersey. Cameraman William Dixon photographed comedian Fred Ott sneezing. In 1912, Frederick R. Law jumped from a parachute or with a parachute from a, the torch on the Statue of Liberty in a stunt that was filmed by Path News. In 1943, the remainder of Nazi forces from the Battle of Stalingrad surrendered in a major victory for the Soviet Union in the Second World War. In 1953, vitamin-enriched white bread went on sale in Canada. In 1965, boxer Cassius Clay became a Muslim, adopting the name Muhammad Ali. In 1983, Giovanni Vigliotto testified at his bigamy and fraud trial in Phoenix that he had married 105 women over a 20-year span. He married some women twice and in some cases married women three times. In 1996, the Canadian Football League became all Canadian again when four American franchises folded. The Grey Cup champion Baltimore Stallions moved to Montreal to become the Alouettes. In 1999, the death of Groundhog Wyerton Willie was announced. Canada's most famous rodent weather forecaster had been emerging from his burrow in Wyerton for 10 years to predict how much longer winter would last. On this day in 2014, Oscar-winning actor Philip, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was found dead in his apartment of a drug overdose. He was 46. In 2020, mathematicians and geeks everywhere celebrated a rare occurrence, 0202-2020. This kind of eight-digit palindrome hadn't occurred for more than 900 years since November the 11th of 1111. The date is considered a universal palindrome because it reads the same whether you write uh, the date as month, day, year, day, month, 
or day month year. The next one will not come again until December the 12th of 2121. And on this day in 2022, Aaron O'Toole was ousted as leader of the Conservative Party of Canada after 73 members of the Tory caucus voted to replace him. 45 endorsed his leadership. Manitoba MP Candace Bergen was named the interim leader. Happy birthday to listener Rebecca, who turns 44. You share a birthday with comedian Tommy Smothers, who turns 86. Brent Spiner is 74. Dog the Bounty Hunter turns 70. Christy Brinkley is 69. And Shakira is 46. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.